Hey, dorks. This episode is brought to you by Workbench Roasters, a coffee roasting company out of Wendell, North Carolina. Beans sourced from around the world, but roasted only when you order them. So the beans are as fresh as beans or as fresh as possible, and they're shipped directly to you within 48 hours of purchasing. You can get 20% off your order uh, at workbenchroasters.com with the code BOP20. That's B-O-P-2-0. Hey, you know what unites us? We all got holes. You little dorks. That's right. And you want to keep your little dork hole clean? You better. Well, you can do that with a bidet. That's right. This episode of Bopper Flop is brought to you by Whisper Bidets. A tiny, magical butt shower. That's right. You out there using toilet paper? Stop, okay? Buy a bidet. And you can get that right now with 10% off from whisperbidets.com and free shipping. That's right. You can get a lot of money off and free shipping. And in a couple days, get a clean old hole with one of two codes. That's right. This sponsor is putting Jordan and I in a competition. Who do you like best? If you like me more, you can get 10% off at whisperbidays.com with your code SHID10. That's right, S-H-I-D-10. And you can get 10% off and free shipping with my code, which is FAR10. That's right. F-A-R-D-1-0. So are you SHID10 or are you FAR10? Well, whatever you're doing, I hope you're buying a bidet at whisperbidays.com. Is, sure. Do you do you know Adam Adam Page at all, or was that just him being a fan of your music and putting you on blast on on wrestling? Is that uh, Hangman? I assume you mean, which which that might be an, a bit of an indication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Sorry. Uh, your, yours truly, um, yours truly is a big hoop head, uh, a net head, as I just came up with yeah. now. I don't think many people call basketball fans call themselves a net head, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to try and copyright that before this episode's over. But uh, yeah. Now, <laughs> Hangman uh, has been awful sweet to yours truly. We've kind of struck up an an, an internet friendship. Um, It's one of those strange scenarios of of the internet and and, uh, the all-powerful algorithm where I I, I figure one of yours truly songs just uh, popped up on, you know, some release radar or something. And uh, uh, Mr. Page was kind enough to put it on a playlist and, it's kind of taken on a life of its own then. And then he's, uh, yours truly keeps saying that he, uh, he keeps wearing one of the, the merch shirts that, uh, yours truly sent him, um, on the actual AEW, uh, programming on TV. So that's yeah. kind of like a real, uh, an odd thrill. And, and admittedly, uh, yours truly is not necessarily, uh, the biggest, it, it doesn't have the most familiarity with the world of wrestling. Um, I know the characters for the most yeah. part, I'm, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I know what kayfabe is, um, but uh, okay. outside of that. You, you know, know more I, than most people then, so you're good. That's fair. That's fair. I'll, I'll take it. I went to uh, I, I went to one of the, I know it's not AEW, and I feel like if we're singing the praises of Adam Pages, we we should stick to AEW. But, uh, oh, you you're can talk about whatever you want, man. One of, one of their competitors' uh, yeah. events one time <laughs> here in Nashville. During the holidays, and uh, it was it was a time and a half, a good old time. Yeah, man, they're they're a fun live show. We've got a couple friends uh, who are actually one of the guys. He works for AEW now. Not he'll wrestle every now and then, Jake. Oh Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's one Mm -hmm. it's one of those things that I never grew out of. I've been I've been a wrestling fan for probably way too long uh, to the detriment of probably some of my previous girlfriends. But the only one that matters, my wife now loves it so. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was real. I think that's actually how I found out about hey, you. 
uh, which is pretty crazy. That you know, it's it's funny that that is kind of at this point, yours truly uh, can kind of guess. There's one of three options. It's either Orville Peck, uh, Hangman Page, or uh, Brad Leone uh, seem to be the three. Okay. Uh, the three wi- three wise men, so to speak, of uh, hollow headedom. Hollow headedom. <laughs> I love it, man. But you're you're a big Orville fan too, right? I am, but I didn't know. Like, I got into Orville. Cause did you, you open for Orville? Yeah. Dale? We did. Yeah, through the uh, through the Northeast uh, this time last year, roughly give or okay. take, and we've done some. Like digital during COVID opened up for him. If you can air yeah. quotes call oh, that yeah, opening yeah, yeah. digitally, but uh, he's been real sweet as well. I mean, all three of them have been absolute sweethearts. That uh, yours truly is racking up a bunch of uh, debt of credit uh, <laughs> for how nice they have been to me. I That's think it's awesome. the same. I mean, it's the exact same in comedy too. Where like he's going down to Wilmington and opening for this guy that we're like big fans of. Yeah. David Borey, who's like the voice of comedy central and stuff. And so it's, it's, it's fun to always right. see the parallels between comedy and music and how it's just like, it really does take a tribe to be like, Hey, I like you. I'm going to bring you with, I, I like, I have power and fame or whatever. I'm going to bring you with me. And then you can have some of that too. You know, hopefully that's cool. I love it, man. I I like I love the I love the moniker. You know, your yours truly, the country music superstar. I think it's actually kind of poetic that uh, Hangman is is repping you very hard. I think it was like last week he wore your hollow head shirt on TV or something uh, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you know you've kind of like I mean it, from what I can tell it's very much yourself, but you have also kind of built this. And correct me if I'm wrong. It seems like you've built this character. You know, yours truly, the country music superstar. That's like your it almost is kind of seems like that's your your persona. I mean, it's 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 you as well. But like, I think you kind of touched on it earlier. It's not just you know you're not. Let's bring up you know maybe a rival. You're not just Luke Bryan. You're not putting just your name out there. <laughs> oh you've Lord, got, here we go. <laughs> you've got you've got like bravado and persona, and you've got almost what what wrestlers would call a gimmick behind it, which I think is very cool. And I like that you're like very tongue in cheek and very. Um, I can't remember what song it is, but. Uh, the one where you have, um, you know, your your agent uh, on the voicemail saying like, "Hey, Dale, listen, you can't." Oh, Terry, I think, yeah, you can't yeah, say yeah, Luke yeah, Bryan Terry. on the song. Yeah, Terry De Niro. That's uh, yeah, I like. I really, really like that. Yeah, that's uh, a <laughs> would that it were so simple. That song. That's uh, yeah. Now that's that's, that's is, uh, yeah. you know that's business. I mean, sometimes you got to bear in mind that some people got trademarks behind their names, and you got to pay up whenever you say them. <laughs> so that's where. Uh, Luckily, oh my God! Your, really? your is Luke Bryan's name one? Of the- I, it's a corporation. I Do mean, you have to pay up. Yeah, you know, there. I I don't actually think it is. Um, Luke Bryan is. We may not have similar uh, purviews uh, in the day to day. Yeah, excuse me, but um, <laughs> yeah. but the uh, the the handful of times that yours truly and he have kind of crossed paths, um, he has been very polite and very uh, humble. Okay. And, and, and he's, he's the type of person that, uh, you know, again, I think I, I'm always impressed when someone is as famous or successful as they are, and they are relatively just nice and treat you like a, a an equal, um, you know, the, yeah, the most yeah. devastating, some of the most devastating news that, uh, yours truly ever learned one time was that, uh, there was a time and it may still be happening in, uh, Steve Martin's, uh, career that uh, people were not allowed to look him in the eye at uh, 30 rock when he was there. So that was a bit of a bummer, but um, yeah, that's a a weird, yeah, 
learning well, they, that they, and then and then learning that Chevy Chase is like number one asshole of Hollywood yeah. was oh, such yeah, a blow yeah. to me because I I grew up loving that guy and just to find out that he's like the biggest dick in the world is like god damn it like well that's why they say never meet your heroes right but but on the flip side we still we get also get bill murray being the coolest person to ever exist you know like that is very true he just shows up in new york bars and is slinging cocktails for a couple of hours you know like well there's stuff apparently people are saying well i no i i think we're i think we're getting ready to say the same thing yeah but oh, no. uh, you go ahead. You tell me if I'm right. There are stories coming out that Bill Murray is also not the best person to work with. Well, I'll give him a pass. You yeah. know, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, he was Garfield after all. We do have yeah, to. It's... We do have to respect that. I mean, when you're yeah, Garfield's got a certain certain temperament. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, though, like I like how I just went on this thing of like. I'm about to defend people being an asshole. <laughs> I mean, that is I like that's, it. You that's know very what? I'm on fine brand. With that's it. on brand be, for you. Be a dick. All right, Dale, you, you brought up net heads. Uh, I think the the few things I have yeah. I have found about you, uh, I th- I correct me if I'm wrong. I think maybe you're a Spurs fan. Now I would assume Tennessee that you'd be a Memphis Grizzlies fan, but you tell me that that is that is correct. Yep. No, I I am a huge San Antonio Spurs fan, which. Uh, you know, for for a while that was, you know, maybe saying the equivalent to saying that you were a fan of, uh, I don't know, like the the St. Louis Rams when they were in St. Louis and they had that Kurt Warner run of all That's the championships right, yeah. before uh, Tom Brady came in. Yeah, because they're they're era wise, you know, they've been there. I was a big fan of Tim Duncan for whatever reason, and then um, Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili come along, and yeah. And uh, I, I, I think I had said in a previous interview that this, uh, anytime I talk about basketball, this appeals to the, uh, to the nice cross section of about a dozen hollow heads and uh, net heads, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, so this is this is for all twelve of y'all. Um, but uh, yeah, no, big big Spurs fan. Not the coolest team to be a fan of now, um, but uh, I, I stick with them. I do like the Grizzlies, uh, for what it's worth. Um, I like John Morant. Yeah, it feels I got like a to good see him to play when he was fan. in college. Oh, that's fun. Oh, very much so. Yeah, very much so. So yeah. it's uh, there, there's lots of good basketball to be had. Thankfully, I never, I, I never found myself getting into the NBA. I don't know why. I think it was right when I got into like sports consciousness. The Hornets got ripped away from us, and then, you know they went back down and became the Pelicans. Oh yeah, right. And then, and then they, they yeah, came, yeah. They came, I lived in Charlotte for a spell. Actually, we lived. That's right. We were roommates. Almost yeah. forgot about that. Uh, and the Hornets had just come back, and I w- we were. I would go to games, and that was fun. But I've never been able to consistently get into basketball. I know you are a huge basketball guy. You know what I like about basketball is the culture because I like drama, and there's a lot of drama <laughs> in basketball. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like. There's that. all sorts of unnecessary drama and and everything in between. Yeah, I think that's what I love about soccer too. Is like there's a lot of drama in like, soccer. Yeah, just outside of it, like it, there's always like somebody being caught for drugs, or that sounds bad, but or just <laughs> it, it runs the gambit of like, <laughs> oh, this guy liked this post on Instagram versus, and there's just so much going on because there's so many players and it's great. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe I'll become a nethead too. I am. I mean, yeah, they- I'm already a hollow head, so. Yeah, well, this is your official invitation to be the 13th uh, member of the cross-section of 
net heads and hollow heads, if you so please. Lucky number 13, you know what? Sign me up. I'm in. Why don't we start this Should we podcast? do it? Yeah, let's get into let's it. Let's do it. Guys, girls, non-binaries, whatever you identify as, I'm so glad that you identify as someone who is listening to and a fan of this podcast. Welcome to episode 60 of Bopper Flop Podcast. Woo! We are so happy to have you here. I am one half of your co-host team. My name is Spencer Bland. You can follow me on social media channels at Spencer Spicy. And by social media channels, I mean just Instagram because that's the only thing I'm on. Uh, I got some dates coming up. Let's see. This will come out next week. So I'll be heading up to Portland, Maine for the Portland, Maine Comedy Festival. You can find those and any other dates I have at what we mentioned previously, godsfavoritecomedian.com. That's right. Uh, if you want to listen to the podcast, you can listen to us wherever you get podcasts anywhere that's apple podcast spotify stitcher i don't know anything anchor we're on all of them we're cross-platform every single podcast because we're trying to get those numbers up baby or you can listen for free at bopperflop.com you can follow the podcast on literally every single social media channel at bop or flop pod that's twitter instagram tiktok facebook whatever else you want to those of you who listen to this, those of you who know us, who have been rocking with us for 60 episodes, actually it's a little more than that because I'm not really that good with numbers, you know that it's not just me on this podcast. If it was just me, we probably wouldn't be doing the numbers that we're doing because I'm joined by my best friend, a beefy boy, a lovely man, a man who is currently traveling illegally. He is passportless, running around America, public enemy number one, and that man is none other than... Oh, ah, ah. Hello, everybody. I'm Jordan Huggins. Um, I've failed doing it. You, you remember? You, remember the I thing? I can never do it. Dude. You have to say water bottle. You have to say water bottle oh, in a British right. accent. Yes, water bottle. That's it. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I'm Jordan Scott Huggins. Uh, you can find me on all social media at AKA Young Beefy, and that is it. I have no dates other than one date, which is August 18th. I have to call the U.S. passport agency. <laughs> And probably drive to D.C. to get an expedited passport. Same so day. catch Jordan in Washington, D.C., August 18th, probably looking real flustered as he deals with the bureaucracy of the federal government. Yeah, so that way I can don't have to cancel my Costa Rica trip and I can make it to Cotter. So. Let's hope so. Now, yeah. with that being said, those of you who have been listening for the past 20 however many minutes, you know that there's not just us two. We've got a special guest today. Now, Dale, for those listening who, oh, yeah. who may not be part of the Hollowhead Empire, but they may be like, hey, I like the sound of this man. I want to be a part of his club. Maybe they even want to go so far as to join the NetHeads. Where can people find you and find out more about yours truly? Well, if you go to www.dalehollowcountrymusicsuperstar.com <laughs> forward slash or backslash, I can never remember, give me money, you can wire through any sort of ACH transfer or Western Union nondescript check or just straight cash through the mail, um, yours truly can allow you to be a vaunted member of the Hollow-Headed Enterprises LLC Board of Directors. Now, let this be known, it is an authoritarian director's board, which means that yours truly gets the final say on everything, and you just pay yours truly to get to have a seat and witness my genius. Oh God! Damn it. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my website. That's www.dalehollowcountrymusicsuperstar.com. That's awesome. And I know, uh, I know you've uh, you, you've teased that you've got a uh, a record that's in the works coming out. Uh, anything else? Anything else you got coming up? Any shows? Anything you want to point our our listeners to? Yeah, there. Well, there's the record. It'll be out on Tender Loving Empires Records and Empire Records, singular Empire, plural Records. Um, don't know when yet. 
but eventually, and uh, a bunch of instant classic country hits. Can't wait. Um, but outside of that, we got some shows coming up in the West Midwest. Okay. Um, the ones that have been announced thus far are um, we are head one of the headliners for the Tour de Fat Festival put on oh, by New Belgium Brewing, the beer company in yeah. Fort Collins, Colorado. And then we're also playing a special Labor Day show at the Larimer Lounge in Denver, Colorado on the 5th of September. Um, the uh, show in Fort Collins is September the 3rd. I probably should have said that as well. But, awesome. Uh, yeah, 9395 in, in Colorado. Awesome. I won't be, I'll be, I'll be a, a couple states away in Omaha, Nebraska. So I'll see if I can skip on over and catch yeah. those shows. Um, that's great. Oh no, yeah. So for those of you joining, uh, Jordan, we may have our listeners tuning in. We may have some hollow heads tuning in. We may have some U S passport government officials tuning in that too. They may be giving you a, a, a <laughs> an audio, an audio pat down. They may, yeah. who is this Jordan guy? Can we trust him to travel to the middle East to support this fine country in the world cup? Uh, they may be wondering what this podcast is. Jordan, why don't you tell them what this podcast is? I'm so glad that you asked, Spencer. Guys, welcome to Bopper Flop, a music comedy or comedy music podcast. Regardless, we're multi-hyphenated, okay? And Bopper Flop is a music comedy or comedy music podcast. And what we do is we pick a date and then we go back and listen to the Billboard Top 10 Songs from that date, specifically from the Billboard Hot 100. And we go back and we just see, do they bop? Do they flop? Do they rip? Do they suck dick? Are they great? Are they bad? You know, are they meh? Or are they, are they the best of all time? Or are they the worst of all time? A little bit of everything. It's a spectrum, just like a lot of other things, right? Just like sexuality, and so, and just like gender. Yes. It's all a spectrum. Yeah. Uh, and so today, Dale has actually chosen a date. So Dale, why don't you go ahead and tell us what date you chose and why? I do want to give one, one quick, because you, you touched on it. Even though our last episode, in this episode, we are we're we're veering off the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, last oh, episode, yes. we did a fan made submission. I'm sure that you listened to. Uh, it was best fake songs from television and movies, which was very fun. We got a lot of good feedback from that, so maybe we'll keep doing that. And then uh, this week, I'll let Dale tell the date, but we are from Ryan Seacrest's American Top 40. And Dale, why don't you let us know what that date is? That date in question is March 6th, 2004. That the is early right. mid-aughts, of course, yeah. as many people remember, very, very passionately. A great time for music. I was a mere four. I had just turned 14 years old. Jordan would have been, what, 45? Yes. Yep. Correct. Dale, you don't have to age yourself, but you can if you want to. Around what time? Where, where was Dale Hollow in 2004? Uh, elementary school, I believe. Okay. Uh, that, that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yours truly always says I'm perpetually 21. So <laughs> if we do that math, right, what, what is that? <laughs> that means it <laughs> puts me at somewhere in that neighborhood. Ago. 21 in 2004. That's where it would be uh, a, a real, a really Billy Madison. That's right. Yeah. 21 years old in elementary school. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, was, I was 21 then I'm 21 now. <laughs> so what is, uh, so March 6th. 2004. Uh, why don't you? Why? Why did you choose that date? So the re so yours truly chose that date because there's a particular song on this this chart that uh, we actually th this will be some breaking news. I there suppose, we go for the bopper plop, bop, not plop, <laughs> bopper plop. That's our only fans. Yeah. 
<laughs> I was just say, yeah, that's that's a different website. Um, but uh, we, yours, yours truly in the long con, we always like to cover uh, pop songs from like the early to mid 2000s, 20 teens, and uh, specifically by uh, female singer songwriters. Um, and there's there's a particular song on this chart that we actually have uh, come up with a very fun uh, country music side, if you oh, can yeah. call it that. Uh, version of and uh, we're very excited about it but uh yours truly when y'all reach out i thought well what better way to kind of you know at least start hinting at it because again you know there's contracts and stuff don't know when things come out exactly right now but right. Uh, just to get people primed for it a little bit of uh behind the music of behind the music if you will <laughs> uh not to <laughs> to allude to a, a completely different uh program on a music <laughs> program oh, it's uh, fine. But, uh, yeah, there's, and then also there's a, there's a couple other songs on here that uh, in 2004 yours truly was a big fan of, and uh, oh yeah, and then there are a couple of songs that yours truly completely forgot about while Same. looking for the cover song in question, what date that was on the charts, and uh, there are some truly chaotic songs uh, <laughs> on this uh, this list here that uh, <laughs> yours truly is looking forward to uh, revisiting. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. actually, I'm stoked about it. Uh, why don't we go ahead and jump into it? I'll start us off. So coming in at number 10, oof, what a throwback. Starting off strong, we've got Here Without You by Three Doors Down. I'm here without you, baby, but you're still on my lonely mind. I think about you, baby. Dale, you are our guest. You get the first pick for the March 6, 2004, Ryan Seacrest, American Top 40, the song Here Without You by Three Doors Down, is that a bop or a flop to you? I'll be honest. This <laughs> is one of the ones that yours truly had. I thought this came out years later. Yep. And I don't know if that's because probably it was in some movie or TV show. Um, but it, to be honest, even after listening to it and looking at the lyrics, the only lyrics that yours truly remembers <laughs> is I'm here without you, baby. Yep. And that's it. So in my, in my expert songwriting opinion, I think that would qualify probably as a flop. If it weren't for the fact that that is, there's at least three of the words of the title. So <laughs> your truth is going yeah, to say pop yeah, because I simply, it, the, the name of the song is in the only part that I remember. So uh, that constitutes good branding, good marketing, and therefore oh, okay. a, a, a bop. Boy, I, I keep what, but you can see I keep wanting to say flop. So who knows? I might I might relegate it halfway through the episode. Well, good thing y'all's chagrin. I'm sure. Yeah, there you go. Hey, that's a good callback. Good thing about this podcast is there are absolutely no rules, so you can really do yeah. whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, we've covered. I don't know about this song. Maybe or no, we I know we've covered this a, a similar date. On the Hot 100, but this is these have some songs that are the same. Right. Some are different, which is cool. I think uh, I feel the same way. I remember Kryptonite. Everyone remembers Kryptonite by Three Doors Down. Yeah, I I, mm-hmm. va- I vaguely remember this song. However, knowing who I am now, and I I am contradicting myself as I do many times on here because we last episode pulled our our little phrase separate the bop from the boptist, which yeah. is the our fun way of separating the art from the artist. But I. <laughs> For me, I don't know. Three Doors Down being the only band that was 
that was like thumbs up, like, yes, dictator Trump, we will play at your inauguration. Oh, they were really, yeah. really writes them off for me, unfortunately. Uh, and also I don't, there are other versions of this song. Cause like, this is, this is butt rock adjacent in my mind. I don't yeah. think three doors down is butt rock, but I also don't think that it's not, not butt rock. I think it's maybe, maybe you would call it like booty rock. You know, it's a tiny little, yeah. it's crack. You know what? It's butt crack rock. That's what it is. That's, yeah. Yeah. What, what name another butt rock band? If, <laughs> okay, excuse Boy, my ignorance, but I've, I've heard no butt worries. Rock before, but this I, might be something we're going to copyright during this podcast. Butt rock band. But butt rock is something we're big fans of. But yeah. it's like Creed, <laughs> Puddle of Mud, Pod. No, I wouldn't say Pod. Okay. Pod was, but like your Creeds, your Puddle of Mud, another band that will you know I don't want to give it away, but Nickelback. Yeah. Those. Uh, I think the I don't actually know where the term butt rock came from. Our, I know one of our listeners, Evan, who used to be a music writer, is screaming at his either into his headphones or at his computer that he's listening at right now. But uh, it's it's those bands that like you know you listen to and you're like these guys probably beat their spouse. You know, like it's not you just know they're not the best dudes. Oh God! <laughs> but yeah, I Creed. I know the big yeah, ones. Yeah. Yeah, I, you're honestly saying Creed kind of gives, kind of just makes it all make sense. Yeah, I'm like trying to find. Um, who, uh, there's not, a list of the. Top I think 10. Stained is also in there. Um, Lifehouse. It was kind of those early aught. You know, wasn't quite arena rock. Wasn't all, really. All, all of these bands that you're naming, uh, not to cut you off, are, are all bands that that yours truly. They're just kind of in this nebulous, singular sort of being to me. I I can picture like. I know, I know Scott Staff is in one of them. Oh, yeah, and, Creed. And, and yeah. He, he might as well have been the lead singer of Stained and, and Lifehouse <laughs> and all the other ones in my mind. That's a, I, I just know that he's, the, I don't know, the all-father of butt rock, apparently. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. So here's the, here's a top ten list just from, from the Houston Press. Theory of a Dead Man. Okay. Hinder. Hinder. Yeah. Uh, Three Days Grace. Puddle of Mud. Mm. Chevelle. Chevelle. Oh, Anne my God. And Berlin. Breaking Benjamin. Hold on. Anne Berlin is not butt rock. I don't think dude. they're butt rock yeah. either, but that was the top five. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's 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 guys in white t-shirts and boot cut jeans, but not country music. I know I just described country <laughs> music a little bit, but... Um, Jordan, we didn't even get to you. What is it? Uh, I think there's there's probably a crossover there. I mean, yeah, there's definitely a crossover. Do you you gave it a flop? I yeah, I gave it an unfortunate flop. I'm so happy they're doing that because I'm gonna give it a flop, which gives it three flops down. Dude. Well, no, he gave he he gave it a bop. Did he? I thought he gave it a flop. He was on he was on the fence. You know, he said he might come back later and change it's, his it's, mind. It's a it's a bop. A bop teetering on the edge of if I get through this and I realize that I've given more uh, bops than flops. You're oh, truly okay. trying to be trying to be the Simon Cowell of this to uh, <laughs> to reference another 2004 uh, hit media entity of American Idol. I'm I'm trying to Simon Cowell my way through this. I'm going to be really really discerning. And you by the end, I, I say I like that, that, and I'll have like nine bobs. That's okay. I mean, we've had we've had guests on before that have flopped. I think every single song. I think uh, Gareth Reynolds was a. Uh, oh, I think he did. Yeah, he just really seemed to hate music. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, I'm flopping it, uh, <laughs> which gives it two flops and a bop. That's a that's what we would call a bop sandwich with flop bread. Yes, Jordan, why don't you take us into number nine? I'll take us into number nine. Coming in at number nine, we've got "Fuck It" in parentheses. I don't want you back by Eamon. Well, 
this is a song I I think I can speak maybe for all of us that I completely forgot existed. Yes. I don't know about you guys, but I I 100%. remember. Yeah, it started playing, and I was like, "Oh, this guy." But with that being said, it's hear me out. It's not a good song, but it's so aggressive that I feel like if I flop it, he's gonna write a song. He's gonna come out of retirement and write a song about me, and it's just it's really gonna cut me to the core. So, out of personal protection. And not wanting to have my feelings hurt by Emon or Amon. I don't know how you... Yeah. It's kind of weird that that's also a, a pretty big Game of Thrones character. <laughs> this guy was just an R&B recording artist. But uh, I'm going to have to give it a bop. It's, it, I think it was the... I think what I said that when we were talking about it. a terrible vote, but... It's, it was the... It was CeeLo Green's Fuck You before CeeLo Green's yeah. Fuck You. This, in my mind, for, for myself... This was the easiest and most immediate bop. One hundred percent. Yes. Because I, I had not, I had not thought of this song since two thousand and four, <laughs> and admittedly, I guess I had only heard it on the radio, and the uh, the old FCC, uh, you know, probably had a hand in it, but I did not realize how uh, vulgar the song is. Yeah. I didn't even realize that was like the full title. I just thought it was, uh, I, I, I don't want you back, but, uh, it is from a musicality standpoint in, at least through the R R and B lens, uh, yours truly has got to say it's, it's pretty fun. It's a pretty fun song. It's oh, yeah. absolutely the most, the most chaotic song on this list without a yeah. doubt for yeah. all sorts of reasons. But, it, reading into the history of Iman, um, it I, I have to say another backing or substantiating factor of why this is a bop in yours truly's mind is because I don't know if y'all saw this in your research, but uh, this song I believe led to his next song called Furb, uh, which you could probably guess what that acronym acronym yep. stands for, and. <laughs> F-U-R-B, F-U-R-B, uh, let's see, it's, oh no, I'm sorry, F, yeah, F-U-R-B led to, I think, someone else writing the song in response to it. Oh, so that's it not amazing. not song, but it, it, but it inspired, and this is all off of, going off of Wikipedia, so yeah. bear with me. That's um, a good source. I should have written it down, but uh, apparently F-U-R-B won itself the record. Yeah. A Guinness World Record as the song for the most expletives in a number one song. So now I realize that's for I don't want you back. So that's I'm amazing. There's a lot of a lot of history, a lot of uh, a lot of hardware associated with this song. That's amazing. That's, I had, yeah, that's so funny. It's like it's something that that won so many awards that did so great. It just showed up and disappeared. It was like a it was like a sun flare in yeah, our lives. Yeah, a flash in the night. You know what do I say? The hottest the hottest candles burn brightest, or whatever, yeah. or the quickest candles burn bright. But I mean, like what a! I genuinely got excited when it came back on. I know it's a bad song, but it's like it's it's you know if 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 it's a wheel, it's good and bad. It's gone all the way back from bad back to being good again. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's really. I mean, it, it, it is uh, such a hard flop for me, you guys. This is. <laughs> Truly just a bad, terrible song. No. I would love to put this on a party playlist though and play it at a but just for the lulls. 
This reminds me. Though, I bet if you put this on at a party, I bet people would start jamming. I bet they would lose their minds yeah. a little bit. But you, Dale, reminded me that you saying that um, uh, that you didn't even know, like the the radio version didn't even have the f word in it. No, that reminded me of I, when I one of the first Blink One Eighty Two albums I ever bought was Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, and then Happy Holidays is a song on that <laughs> album. Oh and it's, yeah, it's got a bunch of uh, like expletives and stuff like that. But I bought the edited version, so it's a forty two second song, and the only lyrics I thought were in the song, I thought it was an instrumental song. <laughs> Because the expletives come so fast in that song that they just edited out all of the lyrics except for the final line, which says, I'll never talk to you again. I'll never talk to you again. again. Yeah. And so I, for years, I thought that that was the whole song. That's hilarious, dude. Yeah. Didn't even know there were cuss words in it. Um, so we yeah, flipped. This is our, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We flipped. This is a, this is such a. So now, now we've got a, a flop sandwich with Bop Red. Yes. Yeah, we do. Take it right. into number eight. Coming in at number eight, a song we've covered before, a song that everyone should know by this point. It's Yeah by Usher featuring Ludacris and a whole bunch of other people. I mean, I, so Dale, I don't know if, if you caught this in any of the episodes you're listening oh, to. You're about to do it. We I have to. It's, yeah, it's, I think so. I think that's so. We, we have a we you know we have bop and flop, and then we have another choice that you can choose should you want to that we call a twist, and that is in reference to a song that is so good or so influential that it changed the course of music or changed the course of pop culture. And it is named the twist based on Chubby Checkers, the twist, you know, considering considered one of the, one of the songs <laughs> that revolutionized rock and roll music. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that being said, and we, like I said, we've covered this before. Uh, I'm going to have to stay consistent, which is something that I rarely do as a person and a human being. Uh, and I'm going to have to give this a twist because I think if you walked into a crowd of people, I think I could walk outside right now, and if I looked a stranger in the eye and I said, peace up, he would go A-town, A-town down. down. Yeah, Everyone knows that. So it's a it's a yeah. twist for me. I think it's a twist, too. I'm going to vote twist. Mm, I- Based on the fact that <laughs> it's not, not even just – there are multiple points in this song that you could go out and yell in public and people would respond yeah. to you. And hear me if you, out. If you walked outside and you were like, yeah, people would go nuts and they would do the same thing. I mean, it was the height of little John being little John, or excuse me, little John. Dude. With that being said, I don't like the song. Like it's, there's so many other styles of this song that I would want to listen to, but I can't, I cannot deny its place in music. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. So with all that being said, Dale, yeah, what, yeah, I saw you. you? I, I kind of saw you. You give some some groans. <laughs> so why lay it on us? I, I'll be honest. I you know this this might be my most controversial take. I I understand it's financial uh, certitude, but uh, <laughs> this was this is a flop I, on on I like Julie's uh, end. I. I rem- I remember when the song came out, and to, to y'all's points, I mean, you can go out, and I'm sure there's plenty of people who uh, who know the lyrics, but uh, I do feel like this is one of those songs that if you were to talk to a, a perhaps to a Gen Z person, younger younger folks, yeah, this would be one of those ones that that oddly enough they did not know, uh, despite its commercial success. Uh, 
uh, and I just not not a huge fan of, of of Usher, if I'm being honest. I mean, I know he he brought the world Justin Bieber, but well, I don't know uh, if that's I don't know if that's a good you know, thing. He also <laughs> that's well, that's fair, that's fair. But uh, he also had the audacity to uh, claim to to T Pain that uh, T Pain ruined music. And uh, did he really do that? Know, as a big T Pain head, apparently on some commercial flight in like 2013 from the VMA Awards or the BET Awards or oh something. My God. Oh, hard but, love uh, and, yeah. and it sent T Pain into this uh, huge, huge depressive spiral for a while. Um, oh wow, I didn't know that. But uh, yeah, so you know what? Is, Fuck Usher. Friendship truly. ended with Usher. Yeah. I'm with Dale, dude. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've ever really been a friend or fan of Usher. Hey. I think I, I really liked Burn because I listened to it as a. I think I would listen to it as a depressed little teenager and cry. But other than that, everything else from Usher, Burn. I was like, that is a little too soft for me. Oh you yeah. Know? So Dell, it's a it's a flop from you. Burn's a good song. Burn's a good one. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah is a flop. Just I don't think it stood the test of time. I can respect That's, it. That, I guess that is one of my. Uh, my criteria and as, is, is standing the test of time. Could this come out today as well? Yeah, and as being someone who is 21, that would put you in the Gen Z category. Yes. I think yeah. <laughs> you are more. That's right. You are more than apt to say that. Yes, yeah, this exactly. is. It's not. It was not intergenerational, which is making me feel very old. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, so it's a two twist. I did not know that Usher did that about T Pain. That really. That actually. I've never met T Pain before in my life. But I love T Pain, and how dare Usher hurt T Pain's yeah. T Pain seems like a guy that would cry, actually, you know, and like be like be, but be open, yeah, but be, yeah. Open, yeah. But be open about crying and being like, hey, it's okay, men can cry too. T Pain seems like a guy that would advocate for it being okay that men cry, and I like that about him. T Pain's really transitioned well too to non music industry. He Isn't he streams, a farmer now? He streams video games, and he's oh. really fun and funny. He's always, yeah. I mean, his Tiny Desk concert is, like, really good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, with that being said, Jordan, take us into number seven. Okay, coming in at number seven, we've got oh. Crazy Hey Ya by Outkast. Hey God for mom and dad for sticking two together because we don't know how. Another song we've done, and I think I am about to do this. I think we had a, I mean, look, it's Hey Ya. I, it's a twist. I think it's a twist. This song has been covered by so many people. It's it's a wonderful song. Uh, but I think what's crazy is that I am giving this... So I'm doing a back-to-back twist, which is very rare. Yeah. And I say that. Our previous episode, I think we also had back-to-back twists, did we not? We did have it. Well, we were covering... We are in our Patreon episode. Oh, it was the Patreon episode. The, okay. The Rolling Stones Top 500 Songs of All Time. So, yeah. like, it's intrinsically they're great songs there's gonna be good good ones up there okay that checks out uh but yeah i mean it's it's hey yeah it's i think this was oddly enough a lot of people's introduction to outcast which seems criminal but i mean i think this really was their i mean they had mrs jackson you they 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 had been around for a minute but this was i think this was the one that if i can remember correctly i don't think mtv stopped playing this music video for a year straight. I think they canceled all their programming and they just played the Hey Ya music video for one year in perpetuity. So I'm giving it a twist for that reason alone. Jordan? I'm giving it a twist. Yeah. Dale, where are you? I, I think I'm giving it a twist too. Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, this, everything, everything you said about yeah 
I, I feel like that applies to uh, to Hey Yeah, but uh, even more so. I mean, this is like you said. There's so many freaking covers of this song, oh and God. and so many different uh, wild like just spinoffs and everything. And it also introduced Andre 3000 to the masses. It did. And that's a huge, huge inspiration for yours truly. I love love Andre 3000. Um, you're in good. But, you're in uh, good company there. Yeah, this one, this, that, well, rightfully so. I, I, I knew y'all were all rats, but uh, <laughs> yeah, this is, this is one of those songs that uh, I mean, it's, it, it, it's kind of a heavy song too. But the presentation yeah. of it being as fun and playful as it is, is uh, I think that makes it a twist because there's a lot of, lot of layers to it. Yeah, I love, a, I, I love a sad song. That parades itself as happy, and then is it came out? It came out like on TikTok recently. People were like oh. diving deep into this song of like, "Hey, it's really upbeat," but then that's kind of the point is like it's the, it's the upbeat like kind of tone and tempo of it that is juxtaposed against the actual like content of the lyrics and everything. Yeah, it's like actually this is a crazy sad song, you know, where he's <laughs> talking about this stuff. So, love it. Yeah, three twists, dude. Nice Three twi- Very rare do we have a triple twist. I know trip. That twist. sounds like a sounds like a cool snowboard move, or at least a snow <laughs> a triple cone, twist. A you snow know? cone flavor. A snow cone, dude. On a side tangent, uh, Jordan and I have a, a bachelor party coming up with a good friend of ours, uh, Joe, previous guest, friend of the pod, fan of the pod, uh, and we we all have to play golf. Uh, and Jordan and I aren't golf guys. Uh, so we have, but we, we are now becoming golf guys because we have to practice to get good for this bachelor party. So we go to this just really run down straight out of Caddyshack driving range almost every other day to hit balls and just kind of get our bearings about us. But there's a, a literal shack that beside it that sells snow cones. And we got snow cones after hitting some balls yesterday. One of the most refreshing treats I've had in a while. I haven't had a snow cone in probably 20 years and that's going to start changing now because that was a that was a delicacy. It was it was so good. You can't beat shaved ice and and syrup. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, Dale. I don't know if you. Yeah, no. The the other day, I was say the other day, I, I had one of those those like five cent uh, ice pops. Those just a little oh yeah, just like colored sugar water. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember those? Oh yeah. I had one of those for the first time in forever, and it and it was. I, it's one of those things where it's like if you ever, I always for whatever reason, when I eat a banana, when I'm really hungry, I always think, man, I love bananas. This is the best banana I've ever had. I need to eat more bananas. And then I eat a banana when I'm not hungry and, and I don't, I don't like it as much. Yep. And I think, well, why did I do that? But I had the same thought with this sugar water popsicle. Yeah. And so the other day I, I went out and bought, I bought like a 20 pack and had one. I had like three in a day. Yeah. And I, I reached my capacity, but, uh, but when it's hot outside, when it's, when it's hot outside and you have one, that's the way to do it. But yours truly has a tendency to overindulge at times. So the, yeah. I suppose better uh, to overindulge in, in colored sugar water popsicles than, uh, than other things. Very true. Yeah. yeah. There are worse things to get addicted to, but yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine eating a snowball inside would be a, as, as good of an experience, but we no. were, we're, uh, we're sweaty so, thick yeah. boys and we were, we looked like someone sprayed us down with a water hose after hitting yeah. some golf balls in the, in the July heat or excuse me, I guess it's August now. Um, August, yeah. But anyway, with that being said, let's get back to the music. Jordan, if you want to pull the playlist. Yeah. All right. Coming in. Ooh, a hard pivot genre wise, but a welcome one. Coming in at number six, we have Numb by Linkin Park. Dale, 
Dale, why don't you go first this time? Let's hear. I want to hear your opinions on on "Numb" by Linkin Park. So, I, I will admit, the first time I ever heard "Numb" by Linkin Park, it was the version with uh, Jay Z yeah. as the feature guest, Encore. which is yeah, super super crazy crazy to think about now. I don't think Jay Z would. You know, I know Linkin Park is and was huge, but yeah. I don't think nowadays you'd find Jay-Z hopping on a track with a new metal band. Um, but uh, yeah, that, I, I remember thinking that it, it was uh, super cool how Jay-Z was rapping over what was not a stereotypically uh, rap beat uh, or 808 sound. I mean, there were 808 sounds. Yeah. I guess, so that's getting too technical now. But, uh, but yeah, I, I have to say this is probably... A bop, yeah. Yours truly, uh, I, I'm gonna say bop on this one. Yeah, 100. percent I, I mean, I'm with you guys. I think the fa- the it is almost insane. Like, if you even now, I think if you were to like go to like a 15 no, because I don't know if 15 year olds know who Jay Z is, but like I think just to bring up the fact that hey, you know Lincoln Park. Well, Jay Z and Lincoln Park had a collab album that was extremely popular. Is a wild sentence to say. It is. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like. I don't know who else would who else you could even equate with that. Be like, yeah, it's a uh, yeah, you know, Ludacris and Corn actually had a, a a compilation album that worked out pretty well for them. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, this song's great, man. I was a I was a, I was I was Lincoln Park's target demographic. You know, I was a uh, I was an angsty skateboard teen, which I think was pretty much everyone who listened. I wore Lee pipes, and I think that was when you bought a pair of Lee pipes, they came with. Lincoln Park's pipes. album. Oh my God! What oh yeah, man. Back. Lee pipes and Jinko jeans. This came out um, in my freshman or sophomore year of high school, two thousand four ish. Yeah, so yeah. I was like a freshman. We would play this in the uh, the locker room before a football game. But then the other, the flip side of it is that we lost every game, <laughs> both seasons I played JV. So so we we're just like in there getting pumped up to like. First, the first. Hold on, I guess you guys, you could say that it made you numb to the losses. It really did, yes. And that's been the pod. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, but that was like we would just listen to like we were listening to Numb and that album, just getting pumped up, and then the Jay Z album, and we get pumped up to that. Yeah. And they would just go lose like fifty-two to fourteen. <laughs> so I was like, and I didn't even start, so I wasn't even playing. Didn't even have a say in it, you know. You know what you're doing wrong is in our football locker room, we were listening to Velvet Revolver. Oh. So maybe you were just listening to the wrong genre of music. Maybe. Did you guys win anymore? Well, if you won one game, that was hundred percent more state, than we did. State champions in eight man football, my guy. Eight man football. <laughs> you know the most popular football. Yeah. You ever been to a private school where uh, your roster of students isn't big enough so you can't play regular football? Uh, Come on and try eight-man football. It's insane. Who uh, else is in that league? Just you guys <laughs> at Catholic school and then some homeschoolers? We played a bunch of like private schools in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Yeah, and I think it was a – I'm not kidding. I think it was an actual – tactic by our athletic director to do eight-man football because they knew that we could win more games that's not we were very good we were a powerhouse in eight-man football yeah what a a stupid sentence to say but a powerhouse in eight-man football that's so that's a triple bop across the board yeah okay i guess you could say we're not no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna make another numb joke i was about to but (laughs) you'd say we're really feeling numb by lincoln park i got another (laughs) one dude I'll be in Wilmington this weekend uh, doing comedy for 25 minutes. Um, take us into what, number five? Number five. Oh, gosh. Take it down. Honestly, I would classify this as butt rock. 
You this next song? Yeah, coming in at number five, we got My Immortal by Evanescence. When you All right, Jordan, you said something, I would almost say, defamatory in regards to the genre of butt rock. You said that My Immortal by Evanescence is butt rock. Oh, no, no, I'm saying Evanescence in general Oh, I think Evanescence was new metal. I think they fell under that genre. Oh, okay. (laughs) According to Wikipedia... There we go. It says gothic... Gothic rock, gothic metal, new metal, alternative metal, and symphonic, symphonic metal. metal. Okay. metal. So, Interesting. Among other genres. Um, I do know, uh, and this is something that I did see on TikTok, that the, the lead singer, I cannot remember her name. Amy Lee. Amy Lee has come out and said that she absolutely hates this song. Really, I think it, it's, but not not for not from like a not from a production mm. standpoint. I think she, I'm trying to remember the interview, but she basically says that, excuse me, uh, she wrote it when she was very low, uh, and they and it just reminds her of being sad, and you know she's obviously past that as a person, so I think performing it maybe maybe take transports her back to a place she doesn't want to be. That was her her rationale for it. it yeah, the, yeah. the music video was shot like two weeks before the backup singer or guitarist left the band. Oh, interesting. Okay, Great I mean movie. it's a it's <sighs> yeah. What know. do you guys think? I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I I listened to it and I was like, I th- you know what? I'm think I'm gonna have to give it a flop. I don't think it really holds up over time. I think it was good for its time. I think it was a nice little sad song. It's a little it's a little whiny. And I say that, and we like whiny vocals sometimes. It just doesn't, it's not for me. It doesn't doesn't stand the test of time in my universe. I'm going to give it a bop. Okay, that's fair. That's it. Okay, Dale. (laughs) Dale, you're up. (laughs) Yours truly is going to have to probably give it a flop. There we uh, go. Especially to stand in solidarity with... uh, with Miss Amy Lee, if she hates this song, then yours truly hates it too. Um, but uh, as a small sidebar, um, when when Evanes- Evanescence first hit the scene, um, I thought that Amy Lee was uh, a stage name for Amy Grant. Oh my! I thought Amy Grant was. Uh, I, I I legitimately thought that this was just Amy Grant trying to do rock music uh, for a long time. Dude, um, before so I realized that they're a completely different person because I I was young enough to not really I just saw the the I guess the similar dark hair and and uh, yeah they both were I don't know southern white women and I thought this is Amy Grant a la like a Chris Gaines Garth Brooks type there you scenario. go oh yeah, yeah. man but that's a that's a good callback man, right there Evanescence. That is, man, but, that's uh, very funny. Yeah. Uh, so I, that's crazy. I, yeah. She went to Middle Tennessee. Oh, she did? Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. You could have told me that Evanescence was from Europe, and I would have believed you. They they gave they off, they gave off Rock, Euro Arkansas, vibes. But she's from California. Okay. All right. And went to Mid-Tennessee State. So you flopped it. I did flop it. Yeah, okay. it just doesn't, All right. it doesn't hold up. Uh, and I, I, you know what? I say that as a as a former folk musician. I hate all the songs we wrote, so... <laughs> I found I found our old Reverb Nation the other day. 
because that's apparently still West End Revival. Yeah, I was Dale. I was in a uh, a really bad folk band in college, and I found someone someone wanted to hear our music, and I think I found our Reverb Nation and sent it to him. Oh, it was Marshall from uh, from Farewell. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Talk, Taco King himself. Yes, but yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, number four is it me or you? Uh, why don't me. you do it? Coming at number four. Ooh. We've mentioned butt rock many a time, and I can't think of a better encapsulation of butt rock than Someday by Nickelback at number four. Man, Nickelback gets a lot of hate, rightfully so sometimes. I think they may be, I think Chad Kroger may be well known as a is he a predator? I know that he's known as a pretty big asshole, but I think I think he has. Oh no! I think that the thing with Nickelback is that they're incredibly nice. No, I no, I've heard like I, I think I just I just heard a story in a video just talking about Nickelback backstage. Somebody was meeting them, and that they came in and like it was in the midst of like everybody kind of turning on him. Uh, oh. But Chad Kroger walks in, Canadian, just the most genial, jovial, <laughs> nice guy, along with the rest of the band who was like. They remembered huh. the, like, whoever was telling the story, the author was like, they remembered my name after their sets. Like, I saw them later. and Just, like, the best, nicest guys. Okay. I got to go back and find my sources then. I don't want to defame someone wrongfully because then they'd have, to end up being a guest, <laughs> they'd have to end up being a guest on this podcast again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that being said, I am flopping this. This is a bad song. Yeah. Okay, here's my thing. We've we've talked in detail about how we think this whole genre of music, it kind of became a meme to hate it, you know? Like, Creed, yeah. Creed actually has some bangers, if we're being honest. I think Nickelback also has some bangers. I don't think that this is one of them. I agree. I got this confused. I thought, because they also came out, uh, Nickelback and I think it was the guy from Hinder, came out with um, uh, that song that they did for Spider-Man. A hero. Oh, they said that a hero can save us. Yeah, yeah. I got that confused with this song. Okay. And that song is better, so I'm gonna have to give yeah. this a flop. Yeah, Dale, what are your opinions on "Someday" by Nickelback? Well, for what it's worth, you brought up the Spider-Man song. I thought this was the Spider-Man song. So did I. Yeah. Uh, which makes no sense now because I, I I remember the hero song and I remember Toby CGI Toby Maguire flying oh, yeah. through the. Uh, the skyline of New York city while they kind of like CGI superimposed on top of a building playing yep. guitars, not plugged into anything. Oh yeah. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, this, this is, I, I am going to say flop, which I feel like if you were to look at the chart, you could probably guess, but with the caveat of, I do feel like this is a song had it come out today. It would have a really, 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 strong TikTok following oh or usage God. or whatever because there's yeah. there is some melodrama in this song that I think translates really well to the larger swath of TikTok users. As, as someone who has music on TikTok, yeah. I on occasion will will search my songs and see what TikToks people are making with my songs. Yeah. And they're songs that are not particularly melodramatic, but the melodrama of the videos that people post with them are next level, let's say. <laughs> and uh, this is just like the ult- the ultimate, uh, you know, you are at home, 
in your apartment, maybe had one or two too many beers, oh, or, yeah. uh, you know, naughty spicy waters, <laughs> as yours truly likes naughty, to say, and uh, spicy and uh, you. <laughs> Sorry, that is so funny. And that's that's for all those like 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 the, the tequila tequila in a cans and whatnot. Yeah, oh, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I just feel like this is you you, you really start feeling yourself. If you're listening to this in the wrong headspace, I think you, oh uh, my God. you know, you probably yeah. turn, turn the turn the lights down and and just start kind of swaying and oh man, and screaming and straining. I uh, can see to, a to TikTok someday. just like a lot of text on screen. Yeah, a lot of different slides. You know, I'm I actually I'm glad that like TikTok didn't exist when I was in my my heavy drinking phase because I did. There was a night that I did get pretty pretty uh deep in my cups on some as we would say naughty spicy waters uh but instead of getting really into nickelback i just <laughs> i just got really emotional to the sweeney todd soundtrack <laughs> and my neighbor my neighbor who was also my like weird on and off girlfriend at the time had to come downstairs and tell me to turn it down cuz i was i was sing crying to <laughs> the demon barber <laughs> fleet street too hard <laughs> Oh man, uh, not we should, naughty. We should unpack that later. We should, yeah. <laughs> naughty spicy waters is something that I will, <laughs> I will, Dale. I'm telling you this right now. You got to make a koozie with that phrase on it because that will sell like hotcakes, my man. Well, let let the record show that 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 idea is now copyrighted <laughs> and trademarked, applied theoretically, an intellectual property of Hollow Headed Enterprises <laughs> LLC owned by Dale Hollow York. Oh, there we go. It's and then you got you got two witnesses, yes. so I think that means it's a uh, it's a it's a contract. Um, so, yeah. so it is. At, at it was the, uh, the one minute and twenty one uh, one minute one hour and twenty one second mark. There we go. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> All right. So it's a uh, was that a triple flop? That was a triple flop. Take we haven't done this in a while. I think I think we're all vibing right now. Are we vibing? 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 Hey, are we vibing? Are we vibing? Yeah, we're vibing. I think we're, we're vibing. vibing dude. We're definitely vibing. All right, take us in the number. Yeah. Th- Coming at number three, uh, we've got "Toxic" by Britney Spears. Now, Dale, I know you talked about that you were going to be covering a song. Uh, this is not that song, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, but a former idea. If this you, is not. This is. If you ever want to cover this one, I think you'd also nail this one. Uh, oh man, I think the because the the guitar the damn, it, it's it's a tough one. I bet it is, but I'm just thinking the that guitar riff after the chorus, narrow, 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 would sound really good on a. In in a, in a little countrified. You know who covered this well? Who? Uh, I don't know the name of the band, but Pop Goes Punk. Oh, they did that? Man, what a fun. Those are some fun albums back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, I listen, I cannot flop Mrs. Spears. This is a Bob bordering on twist for me. I don't know if it's a twist, but it's it's a damn good song. I mean... For multiple from from music alone, I mean, when this came out, I was well into my like, oh, I don't like pop music phase because I wrote a skateboard and had to give off that appeal. But like, I know in the background, I was like, this song fucking rips, dude. Like, uh, it's great. And then I mean, like, is this is this the music video? I mean, I I would I remember when everyone said that Kim Kardashian broke the internet with that that 
photo of her like what was it she had like a oh, wine yeah. glass on her butt yeah. I would say if we were a little more into the age of the internet I think this music video would have broken the internet because I think this was where she was wearing the see through sparkly oh yeah yeah I mean this I think that that was the first break mm-hmm. of the internet mm-hmm. I think every 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 man woman or child figured out their sexuality pretty quickly a I lot think of sexual this, awakenings happened during a that lot yeah, yeah yeah I think Hanson was my sexual awakening oddly enough that we've talked about before <laughs> but Dale what do you think <laughs> Oh, easy, easy, Bob. Easy, big time. I mean, the, it, if was it twenty twenty two has been the year of uh, of Britney Spears's uh, emancipation, and, yeah. and far be it from us to uh, stand in the way of anything other than fur- than further bopdom for uh, Miss Miss Britney. I mean, this is fantastic. Easy, Bob. Big yeah. time, Bob. Yeah, it's it's a huge. I mean, it's like it's very rare that. I mean, I think if you if you were at like a a nightclub, you know. You know, it's it's one fifteen a.m. Last call is about to come up. I don't know how late bars are open in in Tennessee, but here they close at two a.m. Uh, it's one fifteen. Everyone's everyone's tired. About they, the same. Yeah, they're either looking for someone to go home with, or they already have that particular person on their side. Everyone's dancing. Everyone's sweaty, drunk. You know, but they've yeah. been. You know, he's been playing EDM style. I haven't been to a club in years, so I'm talking like I know what I'm talking about. But I think if he were to throw this. <laughs> If you were to throw this song on, I think it would send the club to the moon. I think everyone yeah, would yeah, lose yeah. their mind. It's a good wedding song. It's a great wedding song. I think yeah. we played it at ours, if I can remember. Did you? I think so. I think that was a, a, a request of my wife's, uh, my betrothed. Uh, it's a great song. It's, it's a, a triple bop. Triple bop from us. All right. Coming in at number two, we're entering the top two. We have ooh, Outcast coming again with The Way You Move. Jordan, hit me with it. This is a bop. This is a great song. Yeah. It's not better than Hey Ya, but also pretty insane that not only two songs from one, a single artist are on the this list, yeah. but two songs from the same artist from the same album is on this playlist. That is pretty big. I think we've, we really only see that, you know, like Brandy. we said. Yeah, well, we deal, we deal with the... I actually want to start... So, Dale, thank you for doing this, because I do want I totally forgot that Ryan Seacrest, American Top 40 existed you yeah. know and he he took that over from casey Kasem, right, right. that was a casey Kasem situation no that he maybe yeah yeah okay all right yeah casey Kasem. love that guy um but yeah it's i want to see the the uh comparison of the two charts but i i do remember when we covered a date similar to this both these songs were on there and it's very rare that we see multiple artists from the same album get on there i think we've seen it from uh tlc We've seen it from Brandy multiple times. The hold that Brandy had in the late 90s to early 2000s was magical. Yeah. Um, And rightfully earned her place uh, in music royalty. But Outkast is right up there with me. This is definitely a bop. I mean, the the weight of this beat, the boom, 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 like that that comes on and everyone just kind of starts bobbing yeah. their head a little bit. It's just a fun – it's a totally different energy than Hey Ya, which is great, but it's still – Puts the same smile on my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's great. Uh, it's a, it's a hard bop for me, Dale. What you got? Uh, this this is a bop for me, but I I do think it's interesting that uh, this and Hey Ya wind up on the same uh, the same chart, the same list. Both are bops, obviously, but uh, I think Hey Ya is the one that that wound up standing the test of time. I agree. Um, but all the same, very interesting uh, release approach because it was from the, the the speaker box, the Love Below record. Yep. And um, 
it this was technically you know, outcast but this was big boy's song and then hey ya was uh andre 3000's song and, that's right um, yeah. so it's kind of a unique i i, I would <laughs> appropriating y'all's term um <laughs> i would say this album album not necessarily this particular song but i'm going to use it to bring it up this album itself could perhaps be a twist because it is very conceptual in the uh in the world of hip-hop and rap in terms of a duo releasing various singles highlighting the talents of the individuals and, and whatnot but yeah, uh, yeah, so that's yeah, also yeah. coming from a massive 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 outcast stan so oh uh, yeah you know far be it from me to be the person to uh to certify that, but that's just that's my two cents on that. No, you are in uh, you're in safe company. We are both uh, big fan big fans of Outkast. Uh, we are consider ourselves uh, tangential AT AT aliens, even though we're not from there. Hell yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, I mean, probably one of the most influential hip hop duos of all time. Um, that's cool. I like I like that. Given the album, oh, yeah. Given the album a twist, that's fun. Um, and I I honestly forgot about that. How they it was a you know it was a single release but it was both of them being like hey here's here's how we flex on each song which I think is very very cool um, man I wish you know it's it's one of those things where it's like you know you wish these guys would come back but I don't think they need to they gave us exactly what they needed to clearly their music stands the test of time we're still yeah, listening yeah. to it I listen to Outkast on a weekly basis I it it's good it's just good music yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. all right Jordan okay coming the time in number come. one. Which March I'm 6th. guessing might be it, Dale. But coming at number one, we've got With You by Jessica Simpson. <laughs> now, Dale, I will let you give the first guess. You gave the, the you gave the first choice on the on the number ten song. We'll give you the first choice on the number one song. And then I'll maybe let you tell everybody a little bit of news about it as well. All right. Well, Without a doubt, this is a an unequivocal bop in yours truly's mind. Uh, if for no other reason, Jessica Simpson, who would have thunk it that she could write such a f- phenomenal song? Yeah. I don't think technically she wrote it herself, but <laughs> it is one of those songs that uh, that your yours truly had not thought of in a very very long time, and then just kind of sourcing just different songs came across it and was like blown away by the key changes. Yeah. The melody lines, the musicality. I mean, it is, you know, I, I'm not sure what the general public views Jessica Simpson like now, but, uh, true. This is, this is, this is one of the few areas where I believe Jessica Simpson did what, uh, neither Paris Hilton nor, uh, Kim Kardashian, ever could despite their best efforts which is being a reality tv star and actually writing a hit song yeah and this is one of those weird just like blips in the culture that the fact that this song was a hit in my mind um it it, was just in general i mean this is this is a song that the more i listen to it the more yours truly tends to think that this could and should be a twist but okay it it obviously is not because i don't think it I don't think it influenced anybody else, but it's such a good song in in my mind that you would think that there's a whole a whole run of other songs that were adopted off of this this idea yeah. uh, or this general feel, but 
there's nothing. And so it's just like by itself, absolutely a one hit wonder, absolutely like not a lyrically challenging song, but nevertheless, I am just so, I don't know, befuddled by it. If nothing <laughs> else, flummoxed by how, how is the song so good yet it has so little lasting impact on culture and music in general. Yeah. I mean, Look, if I'm being honest, I've I forgot this song existed. You uh when we were speaking earlier, you told me the the news of this song and uh I in I, I didn't tell anyone else, but I did my wife was sitting there right next to me and I had to tell her cuz she is a huge fan of covers. Um I I would honestly that's her favorite genre of music is covers. Uh but she was also a fan of this song and I told her and she got downright excited about this. And it was just it was crazy cuz I I went back <laughs> I went back and listened to it and I was like, "Oh, yeah, I know this song. Like I like Jessica Simpson was the it girl for that for those few years in the in the mid aughts. Like, I mean, you know, her and Nick Lachey had the reality show. You know, she I guess birthed you not birthed, but you know, she kind of gave her sister the start to her career. I think just by being so famous, her sister was able to kind of grasp onto some of that tangentially. But like I listened to this and it made me happy. It's a yeah. fun it's a fun little song. And and I'll be honest. Friends who know me, listeners who know me, this is not a song that I would probably normally rock with. No. But I listened to this one, and it kind of, like, I remembered it coming out. I remembered it. It just kind of made me happy. It's a fun little song. I'm giving it a bop. It is a bop. Um, I got it, and I, for both of you, and yeah. I mean this with all due respect, <laughs> um, I am giving it a bop, <laughs> but as you, you can guys, give it a flop. No, no, no. It, I like the song, and it is a bop okay. for me. I think, I don't know if it deserves to be number one, but it is a bop. But I will say to both of you, with all due respect, it feels like you guys just got excited about Uncrustables. Like <laughs> something that I forgot existed that really doesn't, it doesn't affect your day-to-day -day at all. And then, Dale, that was one of the most beautiful essays about this song, I think, that might might be the only one that was ever written. So you should also consider a career, side career as an author because you got a lot to say about this song, and I love that. You really identified with what he said and your own personal. Do you know what so it it's is? it's kind of crazy that you both I like identified I, so much with it. Hear me out. I, I've always been a Jessica Simpson fan because I'm, I met her in the mall in Raleigh, and it was like she didn't have any – I was in a pack – I was walking out of a pack sun, and she was walking out of the – I think it was Belks at the time. That's so funny. She just is walking out of a box chain store. Yeah. Dude. I don't know if Belks is not a box that but might a chain be a, store. I don't know. Belks just might be a local North Carolina thing. Or maybe it's a southeast. It I'm is. Not, it, I'm not they're sure. They're based in Charlotte, but, but uh that she walked out and I, I I do if I see a celebrity, I'm very bad and I usually just go, Oh my god, and then I say their name and I literally just pointed at her and I was like, Jessica Simpson. And she was so nice. She could have easily put her hand up. She could have, I mean, she was wearing sunglasses. She could have walked away. But when you're in the presence of such beauty, you know, it's Jessica Simpson. And, uh, she said, yeah, Hey, how's it going? She like talked to me for like, I mean, 45 seconds, but the fact that she did was so cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, very nice lady. So that was a triple bop from us. Triple bop. Yeah. That was number one. That, that was, was the yeah. top one. Song. Now, Rightfully so. Now, Dale, uh, this is the song that you are, you are covering. Correct. Yes, this is this is the song in question. Uh, every year, yours truly in the long con kind of designate a song as our uh, primary cover song. And in the past, they've been, you know, like Where Have All the Cowboys Gone by Paula Cole. Yep. Uh, we, we 
covered and released a version of um, uh, Dancing on My Own by Robin. Love it. Um, that's oh been a real popular God, one. And uh, this one is the one that the next, the next big one uh, for us that we're going to start working into our festival and touring sets that uh, I, I'm very excited about it because it's one that requires a, a little more, a little more singing and um, a little more just kind of really having to sell the, uh, the spirit of the song. I mean, you know, I just can't wait to sing. I can let my hair down and I can do anything. Um, <laughs> never felt so beautiful. Uh especially as I do now. I mean, now that I'm with you, it's just, you know, what a, what a dream to be able to, to help imbue such a, a beautiful uh, platinum purview of life. I mean, that truly, it, it, it is also, it's funny too. I think it's a song that, that is written from a place of like complete and total privilege of like, there's, there's just not a, a worry in the world for Jessica Simpson whenever yeah. this song came out. I yeah. think she was on like that show with with Nick Lachey and that was it. And I and that's the funniest thing because they're not I I'm pretty sure that Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey have not been married for quite some time now. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's um, been a while. I'm sure that the produ the producers of the show were like, Hey, you know what would be great is if we get a song out there of Jessica singing how much she loves being <laughs> with you, i.e. Nick. And in turn, uh, you know, it becomes a platinum selling massive hit and the, but it's not, it doesn't hold up by default, but uh, nevertheless, <laughs> I think it's a fantastic song. That's and, so funny, man. And for that reason, that's why we're, we're covering it. That's you know, what's fun. great about this song is that it doesn't have to be sung to a lover. Uh, you could sing this to your dog. You could very, no. you could very well open the yeah. door and start singing this to Honcho. And I bet they would absolutely love it. Yeah. That makes some of the lyrics so He'd much more funny. He'd probably be a little freaked out. <laughs> I know you'll oh, catch yeah, me right but, before but, I hit the ground like with nothing a, but a t-shirt on. I never felt so beautiful, baby, as yeah, I do now. Yeah, nothing but a t-shirt like, on. To your yeah. cat. <laughs> to your cat. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Uh, well, that's yeah. it. That's the top 10 from Ryan Seacrest, top 40, America's top 40. Uh, Jordan, why don't you run us through? So, uh, Dale, Jordan's going to run us through our choices for the listeners. And then uh, at the end, I don't know if, you, if you've caught this on yet, but we do a top three. Uh, in no particular order, um, I'll start off, uh, and then Jordan will go, and then you'll round us out. But if you just want to pick your top three from this playlist, uh, Jordan, why don't you tell us what our run us down? Okay, coming in at number ten, we had "Here Without You" by Three Doors Down. I gave it a flop. Spencer gave it a butt rock flop, and then Dale <laughs> gave it a teetering on the edge bop. Number nine, "Fuck It" by Eamon. <laughs> I gave it a flash in the pan flop. Spencer gave it a fuck it bop, and Dale gave it an an immediate chaotic bop. Number eight, Usher. Yeah, by Usher. I gave it a fuck Usher twist. Uh, <laughs> Spencer gave it a reluctant twist. And then Dale gave it a never be mean to T-Pain flop. <laughs> Number seven, Hey Ya by Outkast. Uh, three twists. <laughs> three pure twists across the board. Number six, Numb by Linkin Park. I gave it an encore bop. Spencer gave it a powerhouse and eight-man football bop. <laughs> Dale gave it a new metal bop. Number five, My Immortal by Evanescence. I gave it an ironic bop. Spencer gave it a solidarity bop. And then Dale gave it an Amy Lee is not Amy Grant bop. <laughs> Number four, Someday by Nickelback. I gave it a melodramatic flop. Spencer gave it a Wish It Was Hero flop. And then Dale gave it a naughty, spicy flop. <laughs> 
Number three, Toxic by Britney Spears. <laughs> I gave it an in the conservatorship bop. Spencer gave it a free Britney bop. And then Dale gave it an emancipation bop. Very good. Number two, The Way You Move by Outcast. I gave it a not as good as Hey Ya bop. Spencer gave it Defa bop. And then Dale gave it a speaker bop slash the love bop lows. Number one, with you, Jessica Simpson. I gave it an uncrustable bop. Spencer gave it a presence of such beauty bop. And then Dale gave it a yours truly unequivocal befuddling bop. That is great. You know what? You're getting better at these. Am I? <laughs> Sometimes I feel bad. but No, these are great. Uh, I will do my top three in, uh, in the order three, two, one. Okay. Number three will be... I think I'm going to go numb by Linkin Park. <laughs> it just it just takes me back to a place where I was just poorly doing kickflips in my driveway. Yeah. Um, number two, I'm going to have to go with, um, I think number two, I'm going to go with Toxic by Britney Spears. And then one. number one, Hey Ya, Outcast. That's a good one. I'll go and then Dale, why don't you close this out? So I'm going to do, I'm going to do three, two, one. Okay. I'm going to do... Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do. It's a hard list to it choose. It is a hard list. Yeah. I honestly, I'm gonna do the way you move by Outcast at number three, Toxic by Britney Spears at number two, and Hey Ya by Outcast at number one. All right, all right, very close. Dale, take us home. All right, and, and for yours truly, I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, I'll go three, two, one as well. All right. Uh, number three is I don't want you back by Iman just because I had not thought of that song in forever and it's absolutely chaotic and petty and ridiculous. Um, number two is Hey Ya by Outkast for obvious reasons, Andre 3000, The King. Um, and then uh, number one, uh, wouldn't it be crazy if I said something other than with you? So I was like, yeah, number one for me is actually uh, here without you, but no, it's, Number one is is obviously with you by Jessica Simpson because otherwise I would not have suggested this particular date yeah. for the episode. But uh, man, what a song! What what a what an absolutely fantastic song that should have um, preeminent positioning in the American Songbook one way <laughs> or another. Uh, but uh, we're do, we're doing our best here on the Bopper or, or Flop podcast, trying to bump some uh, some clout. Jessica yeah. Simpson's way. Yeah, yeah. We need to send some more royalties her way. I, I know that yeah, she, I think she Jessica, definitely needs the money. Jessica Simpson definitely <laughs> needs our support. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, that's it, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to episode 60 of Bopper Flop. Uh, we've plugged everything up top. Uh, I don't have anything to say. Jordan, do you have anything to say? I got nothing to say. Dale, thanks so much for doing this, man. It was a blast, and we yeah. really appreciate you taking the time. Before we head out, anything else you want to say, Dale, before we uh, before we hit end on this record? I, I figure I, I should uh, exit with what I always exit with. Uh, for all of y'all hollow heads, net heads, bopper flop heads, and uh, just general heads of, uh, of state listening in, uh, yours truly always reminds you to keep a hollow head, a hollow heart, and a hollow mind all the time, and you'll be just fine like yours truly on the Bop or Flop podcast. Thanks Amazing. for having me, fellas. Amazing. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.